0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 845 Sports Podcast. I'm here today on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. um, Obviously, an historic day um, across the United States and obviously across the world, in my opinion. uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. uh, was so instrumental in achieving equal rights for all people. And uh, uh, marching and... And really protesting the issues about racial injustice that we still experience today. But he was so influential in giving people equal chances. Um, but anyways, like I said, welcome back to the A A45 Sports Podcast uh, here in 2021. And today we're going to talk about the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. Well, right now, um, as of today, the Knicks played against the Orlando Magic uh, in a victory 91-84, improving their record. To seven and eight, which as of right now puts them at about six in the Eastern Conference. But if they were to lose again, they would jump back down to tenth. So standings don't mean much right now. But what does mean something is the Knicks are winning games. Only one game away, only one win away, um, from being five hundred. They were five and three to begin the season, lost five in a row, and have lost their and have won their last two games, uh, beating the Celtics by thirty. Yesterday on January 17th and today beating the magic by seven. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second, but the Knicks thus far have actually looked really good in my opinion, uh, especially on the defensive end. Uh, the Knicks current currently right now are top 10 in total defense. Um, as far as opponents points per game, opponents, field goals, opponent three point percentage, we're doing a really good job on the defensive end on the offensive end. There are a lot of improvements that need to be made. Um, you know, you can look at different guys in the starting lineup, but, you know, as the starting lineup as a whole um, lacks shooting. And thanks to our good defense, we were able to pull out seven uh, wins in in 15 games so far, uh, obviously leading to our 7-8 and eight record. Um, but the offense really needs to improve, and our three-point attempts need to go up as well. Um, but also, we can't just jack them up. We got to make them. Um, so talk about that in just a second. But somebody I wanted to allude to. Um, is Julius Randle. Julius Randle was a guy that a lot of Knicks fans, including myself, after last season were saying, trade him, you know, he's a bit of a ball hog. Uh, He's not really helping our young guys, whatever, whatever. Julius Randle has put up all-star type numbers and is clearly the star of the team, averaging about 23 points per game, nearly seven assists and nearly 11 rebounds per game. Um, And in today's game against the Magic, he had 21 points and 17 rebounds, which is going to increase his rebounds category also. Um, so he's been very unselfish. Um, he had a triple-double earlier this season. I believe he's had two thus far um, in points, rebounds, and assists. Um, like I said, he's putting up all-star numbers. He continues at this rate. Right now, he's averaging a, a 23.11 rebound double-double with seven assists. Um, those are clear all-star numbers. If he continues, he will be an all-star this year. Uh, We're only 15 games in, however – Um, But if he does keep this up for about 20-plus more games, he will be an all-star. But anyways, he's been the clear star of the team. Um, You can look at another player, R.J. Barrett. You know, he's really struggled shooting the basketball, only shooting about 23% from three and about 40% from the field. Um, And he's averaging 37 minutes per game, which is tied for second in the NBA with his teammate, Julius Randle. Um, He's played all 14 games, starting all 14 games, averaging about 17 points, three assists, and eight rebounds, nearly eight rebounds. So that's a stat where he's drastically improved from last year, averaging about four-ish rebounds last year. Now he's averaging nearly eight. Um, But he's shooting 75% from the line, uh, which is very good. Um, I believe last year he was in the low 70s or high 60s. He's improved that stat, and his form looks a lot better. He's also averaging about a steal per game, nearly half a block. Um, So, he's doing um, pretty good. He also has a 23.4% usage rate, uh, which is a solid, you know, they run a lot of pick and roll with him and whatnot. Um, so, those are the two guys that are really the vocal point of the offense. Um, uh, Two guys that have really surprised me are Obi Toppin. Oh, not Obi Toppin, excuse me, Kevin Knox and Emmanuel Quickly. Now, I know Kevin Knox hasn't been getting that many minutes, but right now, in only 21 minutes a game, he's shooting 45% from three, about eight points, and three rebounds. Um, and he's just shooting the ball really well F- oh, oh, 45% from the three point line, like I mentioned, 44% from the field total in only 21 minutes per game. So he's shooting the ball really well. He had a couple of games with four or five three pointers. Um, so that was really impressive. But Emmanuel quickly has also been very impressive. Um, in the last uh, three games, he's averaging about 19.7 points and about 4.1 assists in the last three games. So far this season, only 18 minutes per game. He's averaging about 10 points and three assists and two rebounds, as well as nearly a steal, and he's shooting 35% from three and 40% field goal percentage, um, where he had extremely limited minutes in a few games, and now recently he's been getting more minutes because of the lack of shooting um, in the starting lineup. He's been getting more minutes. Also, guys like Austin Rivers has been really surprising. Um, He's averaging about 26 minutes per game and about 10 points. Uh, three assists and three rebounds, shooting 44% from the field and 40% from three. He struggled these last couple of games with just two points. uh, I'm sorry, zero points against Boston. And then today against Orlando, he had a a mere two points and five rebounds. So he's looking to get back on track. But, you know, the next seven and eight, there's a couple of guys that um, have surprised me thus far. Uh, Things seem to be going well, but you can look at the next seven and eight. Is it good enough? It could be better um, with a guy like Alec Burks out of the lineup. Alec Burks in two games scored 22 points and 18 points and shot 47% from three-point range in those two games combined. That is somebody when he comes back that is going to really spread the floor and allow us to shoot the basketball and really get in the paint where we dominate. Um, Somebody I'm looking to see a little bit more from is Mitchell Robinson. As of right now, he's averaging about nine points and eight rebounds I think and on 30 minutes per game obviously shooting 66% from the field because he doesn't do anything uh other than dunking and some layups and shoot some free throws and but he does block shots nearly two blocks a game and 1.5 steals which are both um blocks in blocks he's top five in the NBA right now and in steals with 1.5 steals per game that does put him in about the top 15 top 20. So proving to be a very good defensive player, which you've always known he he has been and has a chance to possibly make an all-defensive team uh, this season if he keeps up his good play. Um, one thing I'm looking to see from him is for him to expand his game. Obviously, uh, some coaches, uh, they don't really allow some of their players to expand their game. Uh, they kind of limit them. I've seen Mitchell Robinson on Instagram shooting threes, hitting 10, 15 threes in a row. makes me wonder, you know, can he shoot threes in an NBA game? Obviously, we're probably not going to see it much this season. Um, but I would like to see him expand his range up to 10, 15 feet, maybe hit a little mid-range or put up some more floaters in the, in the paint. It seems like when he catches the ball, he's hesitant and looks like he doesn't have the confidence. But I think it's because he doesn't have the confidence instilled in him um, by the coaching staff to display his offensive repertoire. Um, guys that have, that have been underachieving, in my opinion, I would say Nerlandz Noel is somebody that I expected some more from uh obviously frank nilakina's been out so not much about him and then dennis smith just came back from injury so not much about him everybody else seems pretty steady um alfred payton uh starting point guard right now averaging about 13 points four assists and four rebounds in 29 minutes um he's you know he's a solid point guard do i think he deserves to be a starter no i don't um but as of right now he's our best defensive guard and that's why he's starting because Tom Thibodeau, our new coach, he he, uh, he really preaches defense. Um, so I think that Alfred Payton has done a good job filling in. I don't know who is going to take over for him; could be quickly um, or what or whoever. But he's doing a solid job right now. I mean, as long as we're winning games, balancing it out, you know, that's good. Uh, when you take a look at the stands, however, you have ten teams from each conference that can make it to the playoffs this year, and the ninth and tenth seeds. I have to play a playing game. I would say for the Knicks, you know, we're going to be around the 9, 10, 8 range, I would say, based on how we're playing. If we continue that way, that's where we're going to be at the end of the season. Um, I think a good uh, way to determine our team's future and where they're going this season is to just look at around midseason. Wherever they are midseason is pretty much where they're going to be, unless they go on some crazy uh, rampage for the last half of the season. Um, So I'm just looking to see, you know, what the Knicks do. Uh, they go on a, uh, on a four-game road trip against teams like Portland, Golden State, Sacramento, and Utah. Uh, they beat Utah and Masters. Square Garden. Going to have to play them on the road. On the road, it's much different. I know the fans aren't there, but we'll see how much grit they got. You know, over these next four games, you know, Knicks got to win at least two. Maybe they can be 9-10, and 10, leaving the road trip. But the last thing you want to do is go 1-3 and three or 0-4 uh, on the road. I think we're very capable of beating teams like Sacramento. Uh, maybe even Utah, Utah's on a rampage, uh, could beat a team like Portland who's struggling defensively. Uh, we'll get to see the Knicks go up against Carmelo Anthony uh, when they go to Portland. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, But just to go back to Coach Tom Thibodeau, you know, he's an established an he, uh, established coach. You know, we've seen what he's done in Chicago, in Minnesota. I thought he did a solid job until, you know, Jimmy Butler, and, you know, it just didn't work out with Wiggins and Towns and. Gibson and Teague and whatever. It didn't really work out. Um, But, you know, um, he's really preaching defense. He's allowing our team, uh, you know, I mean, he's allowing our team to to really uh, show um, what we can do defensively. Um, A lot of switching on defense, allowing us to stay in front of defenders. We're allowing less three-pointers, which is why we lost a lot of games last year. Um, So I attribute all of our wins thus far because of defense. Because our offense really has been subpar um considering look the stats um but our defense has been spectacular especially from a team that was bottom in defense last year's part as far as opponent field goal percentage opponent three-point percentage uh and overall defensive and overall defense our team was at the bottom one of the bottom teams in the league you know and right now we're top 10 in some of those categories um so i'm really looking forward to that um you know uh just real quick to touch base, you know, on the other uh New York team, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they're eight and six and whatnot right now. Picked up James Harden. Obviously, they got KD, Kyrie. They gave up Jared Allen, Karis Levert, uh, you know, um, they still got Joe Harris. Um, so I mean, right now I don't think the Knicks are the best team in New York, obviously. <laughs> the Nets are going probably to an NBA finals this year. If they don't, I think it's a bust season for them. I mean, they got another chance next year with the guys coming back, but uh I think the Knicks have a chance, though, to be a playoff team this year. If the Knicks can somehow wedge their way into at least the playoff game, which I think they will at least, one of the either be nine or 10th in the conference, um, they have a chance to get play into the playoffs. Or somehow they sneak into eighth. You know, they'll end up uh, probably playing the first seed, which is probably going to be a team like Milwaukee, Philadelphia, or Boston. So I'm interested to see what the Knicks do. But I think that they have a real chance to lift the spirits of the Knicks fans. You know, if you get into the bottom of the playoffs, Um, you know, that really um let your fan base know that we're going up from here, and they really are. Um, so I just think we need to make some improvements on offense, but our defense has been great. Offense does have to improve. Um, yeah, so I mean the Knicks they got a lot of promise, you know. I mean, what can I say? Um, I mean, they've played some good teams, the Knicks have beaten the Pacers, they beaten Cleveland they beat in Atlanta, they beat Milwaukee by 20, they beat Celtics by 30. Uh Pacers, Celtics and Bucks are three teams in the top 4 in the Eastern Conference right now. And the Knicks have beat them all. Um however, the Knicks have also lost to teams like Toronto and Charlotte. Um so the Knicks uh need to uh pick it up uh as far as their consistency. You cannot play down to a team's level, but I understand our offense is struggling, so that's probably why. Um, you know, but you can't play down to other teams' levels. You have to, you have to play your best each night, and that is tough in an 82-game season. Obviously, this season I think it's 72 games. Um, but if the Knicks can just uh, keep it together, hold it down for this road trip, I think that'll be very important. If they can go two and two during this road trip, like I said before, it's going to be very important. Um, <clears throat> as far as anything else, I think the Knicks right now. Um, it's, it's hard to say, you know, obviously later in the season I can make playoff predictions and, you know, maybe closer to the all-star break, like who's going to be an all-star and whatnot. I think somebody like Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett can both be in the Rising Stars game since they're second-year players. Actually, no, Mitchell Robinson, um, I believe, is in his third year, so no longer he can be. Um, but I think he was snubbed last year. Uh, it could have been the Rising Stars game, um, but R.J. Barrett is somebody... Um, who can be in the Rising Stars game again, Uh, Good, maybe Randall is an all-star, two guys that could be out there. um, So that'll be interesting to see. And, um, I mean, obviously, I don't know what we're going to get, you know, from RJ Barrett until the all-star break. But, you know, nearly, you know, 18 points per game, you know, eight rebounds, you know, if that increases somehow to 20, 21, maybe nine rebounds, a couple more assists, those are all-star numbers. If you average 21 and 9, you know, those are those are all-star numbers also. Like, I understand RJ Barrett's game isn't complete. You know, he needs to improve his three-point shooting a lot. But if he somehow gets to those kind of numbers and consistently puts up those numbers, those are all-star caliber. Um, Like, you look at somebody, um, you know, a couple of my friends are Hornets fans. You look at somebody like Terry Rozier. You know, you wouldn't think of him as an all-star. You know, but somebody like Terry Rozier, I mean... He's having an excellent season uh thus far. Um, so I mean, I can uh take a look at his stats real quick, you know, whatnot. Thus far, he's averaging about 20 points per game, four rebounds and three assists, shooting forty four percent from three and forty eight percent for the field. Um, so you know, that's a guy that, you know, could be in the conversation if he also increases his stats. Um so you know, a lot of guys, um, you know. To look at, you know, obviously this is a Knicks uh, episode podcast, you know. But, you know, you look around the league, you know, guys like Bradley Beal, you know, tearing it up. Those are bona fide all-stars. These guys are the guys that could be potential. But I think Julius Randle, it could potentially be an all-star this season. And right now, if if we had the all-star game right now and they announced a the roster, Julius Randle would be on one. I promise you. You cannot find – you cannot find – Um. There's yeah. There's no way you can find a fifteen-man roster for the East and not include Julius Randle in it. Based on the stats, no way. So they gotta just keep it up. Um. Yeah. So you know the Knicks. You know they got you know this road trip coming up. As I mentioned a couple times, we're we're yet to see. You know, uh, everything this team can do. Uh, this team needs to improve offensively, and their defense needs to remain consistent. They can win games. Um. Thank you guys uh for tuning in to this episode. Uh it was just me today. I'll be bringing in some some guests to uh to chat about the NBA, NFL, and whatnot with. I'll probably have some NFL uh, an NFL um episode coming up in the upcoming week. Um, some interesting things from there. Uh but make sure to tune in to the A45 Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, and be sure to check out YouTube. I'm gonna upload a couple videos to YouTube. Just go on the A 845 Sports Podcast YouTube, uh, and you should see some episodes in the upcoming day or so. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, have a great rest. Uh, have a great Martin Luther King Jr. Day and a uh, short week for all the students out there.